0: You are not tuned in the to D-Bus. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo,
1: Black Paco on this thing. This has been
0: Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. Hi. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Networking. You are tuned in the to the with Yeah, it's
1: official, man. Now here's your host, Debo. Let's do it. It's that time ladies and gentlemen you are tuning in to the flagrant too with the big homie d murph where i literally and i mean literally always got something to say verbally or even non-verbally y'all ready i'm ready let's do it Woo! well i think i got somebody that can probably talk a little more than me Maybe even cuss a little more than me, but hey, this is my dog. He down with the DMs host with me. Name first name is Derek. Almost as good as me on 2K, but I got a lot of love for this brother right here, world. I got Mr. Poetry Emotion, aka D more, AKA Penrose, E E Ticket, Wicket ease what's up dog uh
0: what's good? <laughs> what's good bro what's what's good man i appreciate it bro hey it's Fuck been a them. minute it's been a Flagler good minute too it has been a minute but um i feel i feel like i accomplished something nigga i was i was napping and then <laughs> i woke up to the hey, like, flagrant too yeah. and it's like niggas get on a flavor too i'd be like oh shit he got who yeah. Oh shit, he got who? Yeah. All right, nigga, I feel great.
1: Yeah. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> hey man, but you ain't you know personally, man. It is nothing but love, like I told you. I uh, you you already know all I know, man. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 chop it up a lot more. And even even then we should have recorded some of the conversations we had, but Hey man, you know, hey, some things is better
0: left off to the to the personal side, Facts. you know what I mean? But true true indeed, we should have been back. To get a world a little something yeah, But I'm
1: yeah. glad we here today Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir So for those listeners out there Like I said, down with the DMs A special project That me and my dog had Which was dope Check us out it, it, It's something that people have been craving for No we ain't beefing No we ain't have a fallout We just, it just The schedules and everything else Kind of put that to the side but just know, real soon, down with the DMs gonna make a a comeback.
0: For sure. Hell yeah, we go. Man, look, niggas ain't never left. Look, bruh, <laughs> I've been I've been getting that shit from all angles too. Like, like, I had, you know what I mean? Me and me, me, me and uh me and BJ had to sit-down, bruh, and niggas said the same thing. He was like from two different sides though. He was like, hey, it's niggas that believe that we out here beefing, and there's niggas that think that we doing shit. Because, you know what I'm saying? we doing we doing more for each other than we do for the rest of our crew. And I'm like, it's funny. When niggas don't see what you're doing, they make up their own version of what you're doing. So it can suffice what they, suffice they feel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if a nigga feel like that you're neglecting them, and you're really not neglecting them, they don't take the time to find out what you're doing. They don't ask. They don't inquire. They just see that. When you a well-oiled team, nobody on the outside should ever see what the fuck might or might not be going on. You see what I'm saying? Facts. So, Facts. Niggas don't, they, Niggas be like, are they beefing or are they don't fuck with each other or are they don't like me or, and it ain't shit to any of that. Like, low key, I had to sit down and get the bag, nigga. I couldn't do shit without Facts. the bag. Like, I don't know about other niggas' lives. At one point, the bag was secure enough for the position that I was in. So I was able to record every motherfucking time I wanted to, right? And then and I decided to try to go play with some bigger money, and the bag wasn't as secure as it was when I left Michigan. So Damn. I had to secure the bag, and you know, I mean, I got a family to take care. Of. So, you know, due to the fact of that, I did step away a little bit. I I never gave podcasting a a goodbye letter or a dear John or a oh. hey Sally letter or any of that shit. But you know, I do appreciate. I do. Appra- you know, the, the the beautiful thing about the entire situation is there was never a nigga that was like, "Hey, are you okay? Hey, you know, um is everything good?" And you, you know, outside of you and BJ, like niggas I know personally and shit. Yeah. But like every uh, everybody else that that I just know through podcasting or or they generally know about what we do, it's always been y'all beefing, y'all good. Like, if that's the first thought that comes to your mind when you think about me and my (laughs) conglomerate, then I'm doing something right, and I ain't done shit in damn near eight eight months. So, So, I appreciate that, you know what I mean? But, but, nah, niggas just had to sit down and get the bag, man. I had to get my personal life right in order to be able to suffice and and be out here podcasting the right way. Niggas don't want to admit to that shit. I, I wanted to get niggas shows every week, but shit nigga moved out of town i moved away from my partner shit again my situation got not crazy everything's been moving in the right direction but the nigga had to i had to do my grown man shit and unfortunately it, it did not involve me being on the airways every week so
1: and now you know i respect that because like i told you dog because i'm not paying your bills because i got my bills to pay so guess what dog secure that bag hit me up when you ready and we go from now voila magic but
0: and I'm back now though. I mean like slowly but surely I got a lot I got some shit in the can. You know what I mean? I got some shit I'm working on. Um again, bro, I just take the blessings when they come, bro. Right. Like like I said, nigga, I was asleep. I was napping. And then you call like, "Hey, nigga?" That's how Hey, that's basically, not, that's, not world mer- that, basically, that's not what he said, world, but that I, that was his energy. I could have said <laughs> that. <laughs> that was his energy. Hey, nigga. Get your ass up, dog. Get your ass up, dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, mean, real. Yeah. that's real that's real because i and, and I did that because flagrant 2 is about to reach a year in the podcast world and I felt like for us to talk as much and often as we do you gotta represent and bless the platform make it for one of my guests that I've had for the first year ever no
0: doubt bro no doubt you know what I'm saying i like I said I'm appreciative of being here you know what I'm saying a lot of niggas don't know our, uh you know, personal background or whatever. So right, I, right. I, I've been, ta- and you know, of course I ain't been in the lab with you, but I've been around since Flagrant Two was an idea before it was, before it even had legs. So right, to see it come as right. far, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Is it's a beautiful situation, and I appreciate even the night to to be on. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying?
1: So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, doll, let the world know, though, before we go further into the show, how did you come up with the name Penrose Eames for those first-time listeners?
0: Oh, for anybody who
1: doesn't know this story,
0: um, and I came up with the name because of uh, Dr. Penrose, who came up with the I, – I never remember the actual name of it, but it's, I call it the Never Ending Staircase. And it's a <laughs> picture of those stairs. That they go around in a circle, but they never really go up or down. But you can't, you so you can't really tell. So the whole basis of that was, if you follow that picture, the only thing that you're ever gonna end up meeting is yourself. So I, I adopted the name Penrose from that. Not really anything that necessarily had to do with this man's life. He was just the one that invented this this theory or this theorem and designed the picture. So I thought it was dope. So I feel like. In that, since you're never going up or going down, the only thing you have to face is yourself. Like as long as you're facing yourself on a daily basis, you're gonna win. You know what I mean? Yes, you're you're your biggest critic. So anyway, so I got the name Penrose from there, and then Eames came from the movie Inception because I thought the dude, for one, the dude Eames is probably the dopest person in the whole movie to me. But he was also the forger, and in that movie, he was able to switch like. You know what I'm saying? Like at one point he played, uh, you know, they was playing on this dude's thought process. So at one point he played his godfather. At another point, the dude played a female because uh, he was trying to um, entice dude to give up this code or some shit. Point being is he was he was like switching different suits in order to to do what he had to do to complete the mission. And I feel like as a, not only as a man but as a black man, we got to wear so many different hats. I think men in general have to wear so many different hats but as a black man especially a black man in the type of lifestyle that i live bro like i feel like i gotta put on so many different hats in order to to make life work and when i say the lifestyle that i live i guess it would be lifestyle that a lot of us live like i definitely know how to go and play in corporate world but at the heart i'm a hood nigga, and i love being around my people yeah. and i love doing hood shit i love it you know what i'm saying like not, not ghetto shit, not being disruptive and being a bad person but you know if you from the hood you know what hood shit is and i love that shit. so i feel like in order for me to process in this world and continue to get what i want on all sides sometimes you got to switch them hats up you never play coy or or uh, not, i don't even want to say play coy but you never switch sides on either side you know what i'm saying you never diss the hood just due to the fact that you're going to get the bag but you don't stop getting the bag just because you got love for the hood you got to find that balance and it don't mean i go back to the hood every day or any of that shit like that but the fact that i, I know that some of that shit still lives in me and in the fact that on every like i said on an everyday basis because now i'm talking a lot on every day
1: hey talk you good you man she, hey well where have you been now he's letting it all out continue you good
0: nah you know you just got to switch hats
1: man that's really what it boiled down to and that's
0: that's where the name that's why why and where i adopted the name is because in order to to make it through life you got to switch hats without switching hats my nigga, you would be you'd be stuck yeah you yeah. know what i mean it's like niggas who go to jail at 17 and come out at 34 and they still 17. you never had a chance to switch your hat you had to wear the same hat for the last 17 years you're not going to progress and this is not a knock at anybody going to jail. I'm just trying to give the 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 listener uh, a an easier way to understand what I mean when I say I switch hats. Hey, you gotta be able to do different shit on a, on a daily basis at the drop of a dime, yo. Know? Yeah. And if you can't, I mean I'm not saying if you can't, then that's cool. I'm not I I'm sure there's niggas there's niggas out here definitely doing a lot more than me. So I'm not sitting here saying like I'm not, you know, the the most impressive nigga. Even though I am, but <laughs> there everybody. you go. That's a, that's a D more wins. No doubt.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Exactly. So when when I said D more wins, so uh, that's his email address. And it was times when we play in two K. I'll definitely tell him that, but. And you said something that was interesting though Big dog Like I said First you can talk Talk that talk man Because people want to know Where you have been How you been So We want to make sure we get a listeners what they're tuning in for You set up You just had an event in the, in <laughs> Detroit Right And like you said It's been a while since you recorded But the that's man
0: That's probably the last time I recorded And we didn't even push it out then And that's
1: and, that, and, that, and, that, and that And Exactly Exactly So what I was going to add to that was The love that people do have or respect for you Is huge because like you said Whether you (laughs) dropped consistently or not It was an event that was in Detroit That you planned that I believe was a huge success And that was around the Thanksgiving holiday, right? Yeah,
0: but look Not only was it it a success But I'm going to be real It definitely I felt like it should have been a lot better um, and and not from a stand, not like like people fuck shit up and no 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 dumb shit like that. I just again, I'm my own worst critic. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish I could have done a lot more for the situation. Is what I'm saying? Not that it should have been better, but I wish I could have done a lot more. But yeah, man, we had um we had the Grindlers versus DMST event in Detroit. We ended up in Hockey Town where we watched the football game. Unfortunately, Michigan lost. Um, but everybody fell through. It was a racket people i ended up uh i don't know where everybody stayed throughout the city but you know most of the people stayed downtown and i copped a suite on like, like the 65th floor of the renaissance building Nice. and you know what i'm saying it was a big enough room to where the one side of the whole room was was the glass overlooking um canada in the detroit river and for me i wanted to do that not to try to stunt but to try to for people who had never cause real shit, the first time I did it, like when I talked to niggas like last year, when I went out there and we went to the very top of the building. Nigga, I've been living in Detroit all my life. And I've mm-hmm. never been, I've been to the top of the Renaissance building one time to go to the fucking coach and Shigney, the restaurant they used to be there. But <coughs> excuse me, to stay there and like actually just be in one of them rooms and understand what that view is nah you know what i mean so when i did it for myself well, i didn't do it for myself but when when we went out there me and my man went out there and did it and i seen that shit. i was like yo this is this is beautiful so when it came time for everybody to come into town i'm like yo we got to do it the right way and so you know we caught the room up there uh everybody seen the love room um it was so many, like I said, it was so many people that came in. I don't know if if, if any of the listeners might have seen the uh, the YouTube video Danny and Cleo put out. Danny and Cleo did a lot of uh, f- uh, the photography for that shout weekend. Shout out to them as well. Um, yeah, shout out to them. Like, look, shit was lit as fuck. Look, the Drunken Knights was there. Of course, DMST was there. Avery from the podcast Queens was there. All of the fucking grime, that's the first time all of the grime lords have been in the same building in over a fucking year. Um, um nigga Tyleese had just moved to Detroit. Her and her boyfriend showed up. Um, Killer K came all the way from Philly. Yeah. Um, Jones uh, came through. Jones Jones showed up. Um to Kenya was there. Devin from Oil Steak no sizzle, his his yeah. old lady, or oh, his old lady is extremely like nigga. Like listen, when I say I love us. Like, I even love us when he get uncomfortable. We was in the fucking restaurant, door. We in the restaurant. And, you know, Paco over there, you know, all the DMST there. You know, Paco like me. Paco gonna talk his shit and he ain't gonna get a fuck who, You know, so the, the, the female conversation comes up about, you know, calling women females, why this nigga, we in the middle of it. For anybody that's listening, if you know what Hockey Town is, you know that it's right in the middle of of Detroit, but it ain't a whole lot of us that for real be in there. Mm-hmm. So the conversation is already loud and rowdy because it's Michigan versus Ohio State, so there's a rack of people in there any fucking way, and the conversation goes from normal, just loud chit chat to uh, uh, Devin's girl like getting highly offended. And getting loud with it and letting this nigga know to the point to where, like, bruh, like, you ever been so uncomfortable? You like, I need to walk away from this situation, but if I get up and walk away, I feel I'm like gonna she might something. touch me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, yeah, God damn, so but I mean, that didn't sour the day enough like that, but that did happen because again, it was a lot of fucking people, man. Like, I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss no fucking body, I'm pretty sure I did because dog, it was a rack of people there. It was like. I was for real impressed with the fact that not only is the love just that deep, but is 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 nigga that black love was so deep. The yeah. fact this is my thought process was the fact that yo, a lot of people, even myself, due to the fact that I moved out of the city, a lot of people around Thanksgiving, actually the very fucking what two days, depending on when you travel. Yeah maybe the, the very next day, a lot of people came out there right after Thanksgiving. So that's getting up and leaving your family early. That's getting up and not going to see your family in right. order to come to an event Right. That that's strictly based on podcasting. And again, based on the love that generated out of two podcasts originally having quote-unquote beef. It was all <laughs> comedy beef. But again, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah man. Like, I honestly felt... Honor in a way. That all uh, them beautiful, sand dividers, go-getting, goal-achieving, high-water-jumping beautiful <laughs> black motherfuckers showed up out there, man. That shit was empowering, bruh. Yeah. And it sucked. I even had to leave early. It was my event and I had to leave early because <laughs> the shit kind of sucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On my part. That's yeah. why I said I wish I could have did a lot more. But it was fucking beautiful, bruh. Like, beautiful, my nigga. And- like, oh my God. Yeah, I know. it was like Wakanda. It was Wakanda in that room. Hey. Bro. <laughs> everybody was there, my nigga. Everybody was there, bro. I so was just like,
1: if you think fuck. that was powerful, I could imagine another month from now when those same individuals, at least majority, will be in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 you, you think that, that was powerful.
0: Hey. hey yeah. mate, mate, this is about the uh, You know what man, I feel like uh I feel like in podcast. You know how when people be talking and they be like, "Yo, Twitter is like where I can get loose, but Facebook is like where I got to be like homely and you yeah. know what I mean?" Not like because my my grandma might be oh, on Facebook shit
1: like yeah, that. Yeah. I
0: feel like I feel like the, the the Grime Lowers DMST annual thing is like when niggas come together and it, it it be live, but we come we we family, we we just want to get together and be around <laughs> each other. And, ah, ah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's ah, ah, give me a hug, bitch. I ain't seen you, <laughs> but I think Vegas. Oh my god, that is. Uh, I think I think that's we've created Facebook around Thanksgiving, but I think Vegas is like Twitter and Tumblr. I love it. Hold on, and the one. I like, love it. This is. Yeah, this is uh Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be amazing. Yes,
1: sir. Uh, yeah, and, I mean and, and, <laughs> I was just gonna say that's when down with the DMs Will really bring out some, some thunder and some heat for those patiently waiting for D Murph yeah. and D Moore bring My it boy. back to be- yeah, bring it back together like as we once did. So and maybe throw in Miss Neek, depending on what she's doing. Shout out Good. to Neek. I, yeah. Shout out to the miss don't <laughs> miss yeah dm for those that didn't catch that so yeah big dog so yeah i'm uh i'm excited man to link up with you and, and like you said is they, they they've almost reached capacity i believe with what they originally yeah, set their goal for and they like yo so uh, it's gonna be dope
0: yeah hell yeah look bro i'm telling man listen this is why i'm telling you nigga. i feel like like everything that, that niggas is doing, it's still grassroots movement. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's why this shit is so fucking exciting. Yeah. That's why I told you, bro. I looked that nigga in his face sitting there. That's why. Look, the recording me and BJ put together did not come out the way that we wanted to. That's why we hosted the whole fucking event and we the only show that didn't have a show. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. um but i'm sitting there recording and i look Parker on his face and i'm like yo blood how does it feel to know that everybody in this room is here because of me and you yeah. and i wasn't saying that to be cocky in the sense of like ah y'all niggas came all the way out here for penrose nah just in the sense of you you know what i'm saying your group my group we 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 had the the, the audacity to keep this shit going and it extended yeah. and when you extend and people know this shit people want to be a part of shit and right. when people become a part of shit they are now they're flourishing and they showing you they side and you know what i'm saying just just i'm just looking at you know what i'm saying i'm a we we, we was born in the 80s where it was a time hey. where you had to go knock on the nigga door to see Before if he was you. home or not yeah, you know exactly. what i'm saying all, all of this this shit that we doing now to us is new to the kids it's normal but to us this shit is still new yeah. so i appreciate the fact that people Genuinely met and came out to see each other. Right. You see what I'm saying? I don't, I don't understand. I don't know if niggas understand how big that really oh, no is. Bro. That you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's it's real smooth to get online and click a nigga. You know, hit the like button and and it's just like my nigga Russ Face I was talking to my nigga Russ Face the other day. Shout he was like, duh. He was like, he said one day he just googled Grime Lords, uh, Grime Lords podcast. And he started finding us on so many places that were not the typical places, like, uh, you know, your typical sound clouds or Lisbon's or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shit like that. So he was finding us on places. that's not a normal place to find us, but he was saying how, like, he was finding comments like, Oh, I love listening to the ground Lords. They made me feel like I'm from Detroit. These guys are hilarious. Shit like that. Like people are, are listening. So when you know that, when you find out that people are listening, you automatically know that you're touching somebody. You're doing something. You're doing something right for the world. Mm-hmm. But when people start taking their time out to be around a nigga they ain't never met a day in their life, right? That means something. Right. And I've done the same. I'm not saying that niggas. I've only done this for me. I've definitely drove out. You know what I'm saying? I went out to Cleveland to do the show with Paco. At the time when them when 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 the DMST breakup happened for a hot second, I was (laughs) mad as shit. I'm like, ah, all you niggas, fuck (laughs) y'all, because I had had just missed the show. I had came to Cleveland like two weeks before, Mm -hmm. not like a month before, and that nigga was coming from Canada and the times was all messed up. I sat in Cleveland for an hour waiting on niggas, and the times just got messed up, so I ended up having to dip or whatever. So like a month later they beefing and then that's when i had the chance to go down there and that's when i hit the paco show so but whatever you know what i mean the point that i'm getting at is when you got when you see what just being a genuine motherfucker, man like can do for you yeah. bringing it all the way back to where they started that's what this Vegas shit is. Mm. The, them, them DMST niggas was gene they some genuine ass brothers. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I agree. They yep. some genuine ass dudes. All so, three of them
1: all been on the flagrant too. All each and of them. Playboy, Paco, and Brainstorm. All of them personally been all on them. the Flagrant 2. Yeah.
0: Autumn brothers genuine. Yeah. And the crazy part is they they got the dynamic that, that niggas need in order to survive out here because When you meet them niggas and you actually get a chance to know them niggas, them niggas is all all different as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But they, but they gel together like, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's they gel. If you ever like real shit, whoever listening, if you really look around your crew, if it's more than two of y'all that's just alike, then it's something wrong with your crew. You know, everybody has a common understanding. Everybody has a love for why they're all together. It could be. You know these niggas were friends before podcasting so i'm not just saying podcasting but it could be podcasting it could be sports it could be whatever that draws a group of people together right in order to you know congregate but it should it give you childhood friendship whatever the fuck. but my point is if you really think about it there's not you might you and the nigga in your crew might like some of the same shit, but there's really not nobody in your crew that you're just alike right you see what I'm saying? Because oh, no if doubt. it is, then you then you you got a whack ass crew. So them niggas, they they got they got the perfect dynamic. And them niggas being genuine brothers, and again, extending all the way back to two or three years ago, this and it culminates into what Vegas is turning into now. And if you really look at it, it's like niggas is the boys didn't create it away because when it went from them boys already was going to Vegas every year for themselves. Right then they incorporate the podcasting into it and last year it was uh the drunk and nice went out there neek went out there and i forgot who else went out there with them Kales it wasn't really a, raw yeah Kales, yep kills went out mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. um and so it was a good showing because it showed that people wanted to go but i don't think niggas really planned for what that really was going to entail right and now that niggas got a chance to plan and i really see the people that's talking about going and i really think it's gonna happen
1: like young this shit about to be <laughs> yeah. yes sir hope you got enough battery on your phone and memory <laughs> Yeah, but that's
0: for sure i said all that to say this real shit all that to say shout out to black Ex- uh, uh, shout out to black excellence that's what this is blood yeah that's what this is yeah. this is black excellence at its finest now again what happens in vegas stays in vegas i can't you know, speak for what people gonna be doing. These is a grown ass folks. If they don't act in excellent behavior at certain amount of times, realize that it's Vegas. Yep. But <laughs> when people put they put the love together, and and really that's what it is. Niggas like to say, "Oh yeah, you, you put your brain together." Or, nah, nigga. When the love is real, when you put the love together, blood. This is what you get. You get beautiful shit to pop out. You know what I mean? Come up out of it. So.
1: And speaking of love, man, this is the other side of you that I want to. For you to explain just 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 in some detail. Your the, the baby boy, and I want to give you a shout out again. You had your son on your show, which inspired me to have my daughter, Miss Ava Marie Murphy, on the flagrant too, or on my show, which will right. be airing within the next few weeks. So describe how your son impacts you to this day. To make sure you secure the bag and to spend that time with him and to put him in a better situation.
0: Um, every day is 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 a change. Um, I feel like I had him at such a young age. Even yeah, I mean it was yeah, I did have him at a young age. Not I was twenty three, so I feel like looking back on it that is still a little too young to be having kids when you when you still don't even know what the fuck you doing. Right. So um, it changes for me every day growing up with him i was always good so he was always good Mm -hmm. but as he started to get older like now like you know let's just fast forward to now he's 12 years old so he's needing more things so it puts my entire life in a whole total total different perspective because i feel like a lot of people be like oh i gotta sacrifice to take care of my kid and i i do feel like i had to sacrifice to take care of him but i feel like the only thing i gotta sacrifice is what we call time right i'm not about to sacrifice what i want in order for him to have what he wants i'm just going to go harder so we all get what we want right you see what i'm saying so i feel like from that aspect and i'm not going to sacrifice what he wants so i can have what i want right you see what i'm there saying it's, it's, it's a give- and take thing it's like my father told me my father told me something that you know as, as i was a teenager he said to the day i today I die he's speaking from his standpoint he says to the day I die you don't owe me anything but i owe you everything mm-hmm. like I brought you here you're the re I'm the reason that you're here whether you like this world or not. not I'm right. the reason that i like, I put you here right so it's up to me to make sure that you have what you need and for as shitty as this place is for you to see it as beautiful as i can make it right you see what i'm saying right. so from that standpoint <clears throat> it makes me it like i said it changes every day when i was in my 20s and i was looking at him and the things that he needed it was a way that i can go about and do it right. but now when you're 12 going on 13 years old you need a different dad like i feel like we expect our children to change because they're growing up and we know that oh okay at 4 and 5 you're going to be this way but then at 8 and 9 you're going to be this way and then at teenage oh all right peace have a good one max see this is this is what parenting is is a live show
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, nice
0: um but yeah so anyway like I was saying they need different things and you know they're going to change through those ages because it just is what it is but as parents sometimes we we fool ourselves and don't think that we have to change as well we want to be the same parent at 35 that we was at 24. you can't be that same right, parent
1: right
0: right yeah, at, 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 you know what i mean at 24 your kid was walking around just barely learning how to walk you know what i mean and and, and still doing toddler things It was a toddler yeah. now they they doing things for themselves. They're a different person. You have to be a different parent. So in the aspect of even going out here and getting it, I got to go out here and get it a different kind of way. You know what I mean? So I love it.
1: I love it. And But you from, brought up something earlier, though, big dog. You said, like, that person in jail from 17 to 34, you cannot be stuck in the error or a thought process or just being stuck and expect to grow. Period. Right. Period. At all.
0: And I had to learn that the hard way. I'm a nigga that had to learn that the hard way, bro. Like, I for real was a dude. I grew up, I'm one of the niggas that grew up. Same same story of a lot of us from the hood. You know what I mean? Not the best situations. Wasn't all that bad, but still blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So my story is not no sob story, but I also grew up one of the niggas that was quick with it. I'm, I was smart as fuck. And I, and I fell into a hole thinking that, oh, nigga, shit. Everything I do, it, it's so easy. That i'm gonna be good my whole life yeah you know what i'm saying Nigga can't touch me until in that attitude puts you in the spot of being like isolated out here yeah you feel what i'm saying yeah so him being born bro and him coming into my life that changed a lot of that i had to learn, like I had to learn this shit all the way but you can't be like that man yeah shit gotta change so I but yeah man my, <laughs> my son yo, yeah He 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 my son changed the definition of getting it from me getting it before it was it's like I don't know if you ever heard of the seven years of regeneration. Like every seven years, your yep. your you, you inner man regenerates.
1: Yep. yep. <clears throat> and, and I tell people that like, goes back to the credit history. After something that's I uh, can't think of the word, but after seven years, it drop off. It drop off. with yeah, account. Exactly. Yep, 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 the link yep. with account. So yeah, no, I feel you, big brother. Yeah. So
0: it's like every seven years, and I feel like like not to get into it, but the the twenty eight to thirty five. Is like your last of adolescent, not adolescence, but your last of how they describe, you know who you are at this point. Yeah. All of the, uh, so from 28 to 35, you're coming out of, all right, I don't know, I already figured out who I am and what I'm going to do. And now I'm going full hard with it. You yeah. know what you're going to do and that's it. Right. 35 to 42 is. I want to play with something. Like I want to put my hands in this dirt. I want to build something. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like your spirit man wants to, you want to be an owner. You want to
1: understand. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, you, you speaking wanna, into you, my life, because I'm 35 and now the platforms are starting to reach a certain level. That, that's so by I'm I'm saying, 42. Bro. Yes.
0: Nigga, that's 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 what I'm saying. Those are the skills yeah. of life. Yeah. When you're 35 to 42. Look at look at niggas around. Niggas be sitting around from the twenties. Oh, I got this business going. I'm I, oh, I'm about to do this. Oh, I'm a rapper. I'm a I'm a salesman. I'm a cleaner. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a whatever. And none of that shit's popping. But you see, they grinding, they hustling. They moving. They they keep it pushing. And as soon as a nigga reaching his thirties. This falls off, that falls off, this passes away, this, and then it narrows down to what? Oh shit, I'm really good at this, mm. and that's when you see niggas when their businesses really start popping. they mm. start getting their own personal shit popping. Mm. Like you have to pay attention to the seven years of regeneration. When you 28 to 35, that's when you get that shit popping. But that 35 to 42, nigga, that's when niggas really it's in your blood to want to put your hands in this dirt. Hey, you You're supposed how? to be creative, violent. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be creative out here, and this and, and this is just speaking speaking back to him, like with him being again going in, in, into his teenage years now, and him being and in in, in, he's already in that second stage of regeneration, about to come out of it in the next two years. It he's going into that 14 to 21 that um everybody says that they soak up so much as as babies, and they right. do. But what they soak up is what you give them. Right. When they're young, they're soaking up so much, but they're soaking up what you're exposing them to.
1: Right.
0: When they get in that third stage of regeneration, that fourteen to twenty one, they're soaking up. They're taking what you gave them, that base, that yeah. form, that Come on. that it's like it's like when you on two K and you you know what I'm saying, you you <laughs> you, you, you you put your money on so now your man's is at 85. You got a eighty five. You gotta base, <laughs> you know. You know. You know that he ain't about to go out here and and, and shit on, on 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 a nigga that's a ninety one right now. Yeah. But but he can hang with them You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. That 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 third stage of regeneration, when your children are like fourteen to twenty one, they're soaking in everything that they choose to be exposed to. At this point, you still have to guide them and make sure that they're productive human beings in society. Absolutely. But at at this point. <clears throat> the the what you put into them that base what you're watching them do with it is what you've given to them right regardless like if somebody's gonna hate to see that for that parent that has that shitty ass kid that is just doing a bunch of dumb shit and they feel like they've been a good parent you probably have but still the whatever base they're going off of you gave it to them yep. like figure it out you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that if your kid is out here killing people, that that's your fault. No, yeah. I'm saying that. But the base, like, a lot of niggas spend money on their kids and they, like, oh, I'm a good dad. I put them in this, I put them in that. And then, you know, I paid for this and I paid for that. How much time did you exactly. spend with them? Exactly. QT. What do you know about your kid? You see what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit kids do that right now the niggas don't have they have no fucking idea what their kids is doing because we live we in a different generation we need different time we're not supposed to 100 understand they shit but you're supposed to know like right now my son is hard fucking core into anime my nigga yeah. i can't tell you outside of dragon ball z i don't know much about it <laughs> goku you see what I'm saying? <laughs> right you know what i mean
1: <sighs> but
0: but i'm not but i'm not going to sit here and 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 do what a lot of parents do. I know I know it happened to us and, and a lot of parents still do it to this day. Just because we don't understand it, we denounce it. Oh, get that shit on. all oh, that shit whack. Oh yeah. that's stupid. Oh yeah. why you like that? Oh well, that's just kid shit. Nah this is why your children end up being isolated. This is why your children don't call you on the fucking holidays. This is why your children mm. get up and in one minute they talking about exploring parents and they just never fucking come back home. Like usually, when people dip off and and, and just be like "fuck y'all," it's because there's a disconnect somewhere. You might have did spend a lot of money on him, but how much QT did you spend with this nigga? What do you know about your son? Yeah, how many football games did you show up to? Right. You see what I'm saying? How many bake sales did you sit outside with your daughter with? You know what I mean? Like you niggas, this you yo yo a lot of y'all a lot of y'all. Uh oh. Uh oh. He he feeling himself. Yeah, this is a whole totally different tangent. But a lot of y'all who have daughters with 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 tendencies is is because like you your kid like don't get me wrong. I've done some shit in front of my son that I'm not proud of, and I wish and, you know when you look back on life like shit. I wish I could change that. You see what I'm right, saying? Right, but I, right. I still I still do know that I tried to show him the base of when it comes to relationships like this is what I, you need to be looking at or this is how you kind of need to treat women and this is how you need to deal with life and yada 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 yeah so what I think a lot of dudes don't realize there's a lot of dudes right now that's like yeah you know what I'm saying i I took care of my daughter I don't understand why she's doing what she doing you did take care of your daughter you provided a wonderful life and she had all the shit that she needed. But you also allow your daughter to see you bring in chick after chick after chick after chick after chick after 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 fucking chick. So Mm -hmm. to her, regardless of the fact that daddy treated her well, she's with a nigga that's treating her well, but she's with a bunch of different niggas that's treating her well. Mm. Because in her in her psyche, shit if my daddy did it, my daddy treated me like this this, this nigga was the shit. Mm -hmm. My daddy was the shit. This nigga, he never put his hands on me, never. He never spoke me he, he talked to me and we was good he always kept me in a great house i went to fucking private schools me and my friends went on the best of trips because of my daddy but dad never sat down and discussed real sexual relationships with her she just picked up on the fact that yo daddy got a bunch of different chicks. daddy liked it good and this is why we're out here with different behavior men, men the same men, don't get me wrong men the exact fucking same i became a whore because my father Promoted that shit Yeah, You know what I'm saying yeah. I know for a fact That I Purposely was Out here whoring around Because the, the few times That I did see My father growing up He promoted that shit
1: Yeah
0: You see what I'm saying awesome. So again Full circle All the way back around And Shabar What you showing your kids He's in that stage My son's in that stage Now to where What I show him I've already given him The base. Now he's about to go out here and, and, and try to get it For himself you I see what I'm saying? I and I try
1: it. not, uh, I hope they hey man, I hope I did a good job. Oh man, <laughs> and it's never a book <laughs> a though, world. big dog. We've talked about that, man. You know, I have my daughter in Corpus and there's times where I want to spend more time with her. And of course I got the, you know, baby boys and then quote unquote, you know, um, the father figure for, for uh, the oldest. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, and I say the father figure because my wife you know, have a daughter, or had a daughter before I came along, so it just kind of blended in. So I got so many things to your point that's going in my head, and I just pray my actions least pay dividends to the example of a man, right? What you should expect right. in the near future, but you should,
0: exactly, exactly. Look and listen, and brothers, if I'm not listening, don't get don't get Penrose wrong. I'm not telling you. So if you're single, I'm not telling you to not have as many different women as you choose to have, as long as it's within reason and, and you're, you're clean and all of that great good shit. Just <laughs> stop exposing your children to it. That's all right, I'm saying. Right, right, right. That's all I'm saying. <coughs> and let me add bit.
1: this too: when I, as I've gotten older, if I was in that situation, let me let me, let me, let me re- erase that. The people I know that had money, they don't talk about that. They talk about I wish my father or mother would have done this, spend time with right. me, go on family right. trips. To this day, I had somebody I came across when uh, when I was about to do the, a, a show with them. They was like, "Man, I just want you to know, I've all all I wanted was the quality time. I didn't want the money. I didn't want the glitz. I wanted quality time." Right to your point. Yeah, man, that's what, look, that's what they ever want, man. Like, if, if
0: I think I, parenting is a uh, parenting is like the, the scariest job you could ever be given. Facts. Every fucking job you go to, every single job you go to, there's somebody that <clears throat> takes at least, even on the shittiest job, there's somebody that's supposed to take at least a week of their time to show you how to do what the fuck at you're least, supposed
1: yeah. to do. Instead of just throwing you to at the wolves. <laughs>
0: When you become a parent, everything your mama told you, your daddy told you, your aunties, your grandma, the all that shit goes out the fucking yep. window. Yep. If this is the scariest, most thrown to the fucking wolf job you can ever have in your life.
1: And I'm raising four of them. Four. Man. And
0: and and I and, and that's why parenting, I feel like parenting shouldn't be applauded, I, I don't believe. Because I feel like that parenting is a choice.
1: You didn't have to bust that raw nut. You see know what I'm saying?
0: But, <laughs>
1: but what if you didn't? Like I said, what if but you came into it where she already or he already had children? You you didn't. You you had the choice. Even though, don't get me wrong. I feel
0: like it's a stupid choice to not deal with a woman uh, over a child. I we you know multiple children is a conversation for a different time. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah. about to say, oh uh, yeah. Um. I, but what i will say is not choosing a woman because of her children as long as it's not something stupid now, i'm gonna be real if I, if I meet you and your child is like destructive as fuck already <laughs> and, and, and you are already back and forth to the principal's office three or four times a week yeah i would probably let you roll yeah that's not good because i know personally that's not a problem i feel like dealing with my son don't do that shit.
1: right
0: you said i'm saying that's not something i want to take into my life right now so yeah but uh you shouldn't choose. You, what I'm saying is, on a normal statistic or a normal situation, a woman shouldn't be discredited because of her children. Yes, so man. if you choose to deal with that woman because you you knew she had kids, that's still like, oh, you you didn't have to bust up I think
1: saves you some time. <laughs> but I feel better though, you, it you feel better, man. I, my pullout game whacked though, Penrose. Well, I'm, listen, hey, I'm not mad
0: at the <laughs> niggas that don't pull out. <laughs> All I'm saying is, because Penrose has been there. All I'm saying is oh, understand I understand what comes with
1: it. Yeah. It's
0: like this. You wanna know what happens when you don't pull out. This is this is what happens. Had <laughs> had um oh, what man. the fuck is what's the coach name for the Seattle uh Seahawks?
1: You talking Pat about Pete Carroll.
0: Pete Carroll. I yeah. don't know why I wanna call that nigga Pat Summer off or something. <laughs> anyway, Pete <laughs> Carroll. Not pulling out is like had had fucking uh, Russell Wilson throwing that pass on the one yard line and they scored that touchdown. That's what not pulling out and 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 not reaping the results is. But not pulling out and, and 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 still thinking you're gonna get away with it is exactly what the fuck happened. Yeah. You don't fucking throw that pass. So you don't just nut up in a chick because you feel like, oh shit, I'm young. Who gives a fuck? No, that's not what you do. Hey, you old niggas. The like of you old nasty niggas <laughs> is just coming to chicks for the fuck of it. There's no intent. You don't intend to really be with this woman. Like, nah. Don't get me wrong. You get you a sexual partner. Y'all clean. Y'all together. Y'all whatever. And she she got the 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 uh what's the shit called the the birth control shit. Yo, go to town. That, because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, who doesn't want to bust up in raw pussy? If we just gonna be real about it, I mean, what real God respected man? Oh, man. It's like, you know what? <laughs> this condom is just that much better. No, there's nobody saying that. Where have what? you been, Penrose? That's <laughs> what my listeners, they missed
1: this, dog. I'm loving it. I'm up here having a ball. Hey, man, where have you been? Hopefully, you don't take this long of a gap, big brother. Man, I don't want to. <laughs> Definitely feels good. Hey, it's, you hey, know what I need? Mean? I'm gonna be real. Talk man. to me, and, big brother. Talk re- to me.
0: I respect all the niggas in the game. I do so yeah. hard, yo. Yeah. Like I'm, I, even though I ain't been around and, and, and saying nothing, to niggas like I'm watching the meteoric rise. That niggas is really on, yo. Yeah. From from yourself, appreciate that to uh, So yes. to so T yeah. to to the night. Yeah, like I'm watching. Yeah. To, I appreciate I'm that. Watching to even look, even with with me and BJ taking time off, he over there, he he been producing for a couple people. Yeah. He he about to put out a new show. Um, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm watching from afar. Yeah. So it feels good to even just oh what I was about to say what I need. <laughs> All the niggas is where they at because they grind it. Yeah. And Penrose don't have a problem with grinding, but yeah. you know what Penrose like to do exactly what the fuck I'm doing right now or right my mouth. I just need somebody to set up the technical shit. Listen, hey, if you want a job
1: Ooh, like, Here we go, put you, it out there, big dog.
0: If you feel like that you just that you want to take on the responsibilities of me nice. just setting setting up the show. Nice. And doing all the technical shit and letting me talk, Highlight at your boy. Like and this and listen, and this is definitely not a shot at, don't get me wrong right for all you niggas because me and bj ain't beefing like this is how we go back to the <laughs> beginning of the show oh they beefing all oh, them niggas don't like each other oh my god no niggas is busy yeah i moved i moved out the city and that nigga's life became way more fucking busy like yeah it is what the fuck it is you know what i'm saying so yeah. you don't have time to do that shit, especially being away from each other right so if nick listen and on top of that, yeah, it won't just be whoever wants to set this shit up. It's gonna be me and you. No, you gotta
1: incorporate BJ into this shit too. This nigga, it's, like, it's a package deal, motherfucker. So, Internship <laughs> was- with Penrose Eames. Y'all heard it first that's- on a flagrant two. After y'all hit this show, all, all you—that's all you gotta do. Set up the shows.
0: Look, I find my own guests. Set up the show. I don't like the technical side of this shit. I can do it. Who can't? It's cool. I get it. And all you niggas out here that's good at it, bro, I fucking vote. Thank you. What? Thank you. Heroes and thank you like again. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like this side of the shit. I just do fucking not. I, yo. I just don't. I love so, it. So I like to run my mouth and I'm good at it. I and know it, other it, niggas that's good at putting this shit together. Yeah. You want to put my show together, you feel like you got the time. You want to be at the grassroots for shit. You want to build with me and my brother. You got the time to set the show up. You know how to hook the Skype, up, make the shit
1: sound all beautiful. And that's what the fuck you want to do. Holla at Penrose, man. And no, it uh, can't be me. Listeners for the like, man, but Merv. Hey, y'all already know I'm out here pushing already. And if I had more time, maybe me and my bro could talk, but hey, he already know the big homie busy. Merv got the brand on the 100.
0: And also, and also I need it because well, you niggas will see. I'm coming with shit anyway. <laughs> Regardless, this is why I need it because I got other shit that I got to do. Like I haven't stepped away from the game for almost eight months because I just been being lazy. I've been I've been I've been doing what I always did. I've been observant.
1: I've been paying attention. Yeah. I, I had to go get the bag. Yeah. And and one last yeah. thing. Let me say this. Let me say this. Congratulations on your your new promotion, on your new job, and everything that's been going for you career-wise in the corporate world. Thank you, sir. So I do want to say congratulations for that. So that goes back to what you were saying. You getting the bag and you putting in this work because, like I told you, you salary. I'm not. And I I don't want to be salary ever again. You know what, my time is precious, and then that's when you was like, "Well, Merv, fam, da da da." But I just wanted to tell you, congratulations. But I don't want to do salary ever again. And, and and I understand why you don't want to
0: do salary. See, I, I I I said this to somebody else when I sit back and look at the different jobs out here. When you look at the field that I'm in, <clears throat> excuse me. I noticed that nobody on the outside of this field for all intents purposes gives it any respect because they don't understand what it actually entails can you
1: let the world so you, know what that field is sir this
0: is the service industry okay cool. Hosp- cool. Hos- hospitality service industry okay. a lot of people look at that industry and they're like uh eh, that nigga making it because because what we do is we base the level of respect you should be giving someone off of their paycheck yeah for some fucking reason and you get into this industry, and what you see is a dirty job or a time-consuming job yeah. or a dealing with customer's job, which is
1: very aggravating sometimes doing, and invigorating at others. Doing things that most people but don't want to do gets don't you do the it. bag right. anyway.
0: And, and, because you, and because most people don't want to do it, and you see the base part of it. You yeah. know the base part of it, what they do to get that money. Yeah. So yeah. to you, you're like, ah, what the fuck? Who the fuck wants to do this shit? <laughs> Until you do your research. Hey, and I you find it. out, again, I told somebody this the other day. And, and I'm not glorifying drugs in any way. <laughs> but you tell me, you tell me how many jobs you know that with, with only a high school diploma Come and on. or GED. Come on no college come on no drug test come on and and your your advancement is merely based off your desire and will to hustle (laughs) and you can and you can go and you can go from high 40s to low six figures in about three years if you know how to move and niggas is sitting somewhere looking at you, thinking you broke. And see, you gotta understand, another thing too, <laughs> is it's it. cost of living area too. When I say high forties, they probably live in a cost of living where they fucking rent is like four hundred dollars exactly. a month. Exactly. There you go. There you so go. But that high forties is still you still out there killing it. Yep. So the service industry, listen, if you're if you somebody and you don't know what the fuck to do with your life, go go apply to somebody's service industry job and just work real hard for about a year and watch where the fuck it takes you. You think I'm bullshit. Niggas think I be playing. This is the only industry where you don't have to know shit. I love it. You you walk in, you get trained on what the fuck I need you to be trained <laughs> on. And when I feel like you good at that and you show that you want to move forward to the next shit, I'm going to show you how to do that. I love it. Because the more you know how to do. Now I, know I, I, I need look. The service industry is like a pyramid scheme that works. Once I see you know how to do what the fuck you know how to do, I can get the fuck out the way and go get this other job, which go get this other nigga out the way so he can go get the better job and, and keep pushing niggas up the ladder. That's all this is. Come don't on. nobody hire a nigga just because I need the store to keep running. No, I'm looking for the new me so I can go be the new the nigga that's above me. But anyway, man, you niggas don't pay attention. <laughs> man, <payroll's>
1: running, bro. <laughs> Hey, hey, where have you been? The world, the culture, the podcast community is like, man, Penrose, Murph, this was a damn tease. Y'all can't, y'all gotta keep bringing it, but y'all, we about to go. I just wanted to give y'all a teaser. Y'all see how passionate my dog get? I started getting excited. Goes back to when we was recording, down with the DMs. Yes, sir. Hey, it's a beautiful thing. But, dog, for that intern or that future team member that want to support you and with the technical setup or setup for your brand, give them your social handles, big dog. Oh, man, for sure. On Twitter, you know, I'm always at Penrose
0: Eves. Actually, everywhere now is at Penrose Eves. Well, many of my socials was all well fucked up. Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, whatever. <laughs> I'm at Penrose Eves. Um, you can email me at talktopenrose at gmail.com. Um, you can also email me right now, still, actually, not right now, forever, at uh, gramlords313 at gmail.com. That's gramlords with a Z. We used to moonlight as a 90s rap group. Because um, <laughs> that's the Penrose versus anybody email. And uh, shit, yeah, man. If you want to end, like, I mean, yeah, that's it. Talk to Penrose at gmail.com. Graham Lawrence, 313 at gmail.com. On Twitter, at Penrose Eves. Instagram, at Penrose Eves. Snapchat, at Penrose Eves. Just listen. All I want you to do is hook, just get on your computer, Skype me on my computer, hook the other nigga up on his computer if we somewhere else. Let's build a brand. Let's build a brand. My man's is in Michigan. It's going to be a lot of over-the-air communications. Let's build a fucking brand. I just need somebody. That actually wants to be at the grassroots to put this shit together. I'm back invigorated. But I, again, I will find my own guest. I kind of just need like almost like an assistant. I'm busy, dog. Like I didn't stop away from podcasting because I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do it. Bitch, I'm busy.
1: Huh. Shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. I
0: want somebody that want to do this shit and that's in the same area as me and possible. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, even if you're not in the same area, you know how to get this shit popping. Even if you
1: want to find a guy, we can talk about all the particulars if you hit me up. But anyway, my bad. <laughs> hey, and if y'all for whatever reason, and I'm even throwing my services out there, y'all can even hit up the big homie for Penrose if y'all interested. Or Merv is he this? He's it that? I'm gonna give him a great reference. So actually, hit, actually, what, too.
0: Look, what? even if you don't want to, even if you don't want to do my show, if you just want to if you just want to do a show with Penrose. Just hit, hit me up, yo. Listen, bro. I, I don't know. Like I'm like I'm like the big Jagger of this shit. Actually, Come on. Fuck that. I take that back. I take that back. I'm like the Jimi Hendrix of this. Shit. I'm like the nigga that that when the nigga was going every when the nigga around don't no, no, nobody like oh this oh that when the nigga going they like man I sure
1: would have did the song with Pink Shut
0: up. Let's do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey, y'all! For all those <laughs> who rock with, with me. me give my dog a guest appearance give my give my dog a guest invite too. give what the hell no 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 no. listen listen
0: I don't need to I mean well I guess I just don't well whatever I was about to give a whole disclaimer fuck that I just had a conversation the other day I'm not (laughs) giving no more disclaimers for the rest of my motherfucking life if you don't like what the fuck I said turn the station um so that
1: is that is not not
0: not that anything I just said was bad, but I was about to give a disclaimer about some shit and I changed my mind. Anyway. Well, that's when
1: they had to reach out to you on a personal note. And that's what I'm saying.
0: Just hit me up, man. I'm just, always down to talk. Just, I love it. Clearly yeah, see, you can tell.
1: Yeah, obviously, over <laughs> an hour into the show, my dog can go for another hour. But like I told y'all, this was more of a, a, a trailer of what's to come for myself and especially Penrose. A lot of people have been asking where he's been. He's just told you. So to reach me, the big homie is demurf at yahoo, Twitter, and IG at isdemurf.com. You can find the show on most platforms, including iHeartRadio. Man, it's, it's definitely oh, yeah, a blessing. Yeah. yeah, man. So, that boy, balling Hey, man. Hey, I appreciate that too, big dog. I'm just trying to, hey, man. Hopefully, we can get you some leads and, and help you build that group. And, hey, I'm excited uh, for man, man. Hey. you, man. you. Bro, trust me. Look, a nigga sent me some shit today, and it was some simple shit,
0: and I just knew that the wave was on his way back. I'm good. Like I said, that I do want that intern. I do want somebody that want to be at the grassroots. But again, I ain't been gone because I felt like I lost the buzz. That hey, that shit gonna come right back. It's like nothing, man. It's like that's like baking cakes. It's like riding bikes. It's like having good sex. That shit is natural. I'm gonna be good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, hey y'all. I'm gonna have to end this pub because he 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 excited. I'm pumped, but man, we got to say this energy for our family and other things around us. So, sure. y'all know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose a vision, fight the good fight. Uh, D-merc, you did it again. Setting trees like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because I'm brown, that's okay. So I got the blood of a king. Sword in a dream, ain't all with a scene. Try to turn this to fiends. We drowning in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. Yeah. These police tryna kill y'all. I'm just here tryna to trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now. Rocking with D Murph, tuning in as we get it. In. so so in being better men. We so adamant about the culture, sick of these vultures. We in the game now, watch how we coach ya. You. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life, and that's how we approach ya.